step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Have you ever thought about opening your own mobile cart or kiosk business? Maybe the facility you manage could establish new revenue by adding coffee, food, or retail services. Cart King International can be the answer to your needs. Cart King is a North American designer and manufacturer of the finest mobile coffee, food, and retail carts and kiosks. Cart King has been working with clients and corporations across North America for 20 years, providing innovative designs, custom manufacturing, and timely delivery. Carts and kiosks are fun, and so are the dozens of designs on our website. Please visit us today at www.cart-king.com or just call us at 1-877-986-7771 and get your sales rolling. If you find yourself in need of legal representation, it can be a very stressful time in your life. In my career, I have dealt with thousands of lawyers, I've dealt with thousands of law firms, and I can confidently recommend to you Keith M. Davidson at kmdlaw.com. Available 24 hours, seven days a week. Just log into kmdlaw.com. That's kmdlaw.com. Or you can call toll-free 833-4-KMD-LAW. That's 833-4-KMD-LAW. Personal injury, wrongful death, STDs, sexual assault, car accidents. They handle it all efficiently and professionally. It doesn't matter how imposing the opposition may be. Because the team at KMDLaw.com are battle-tested and fierce. They will not stop until justice prevails. Go to KMDLaw.com or call toll-free 833-4-KMD-LAW. If you're in for the fight of your life, stop screwing around and contact KMDLaw. PureSoapFlakes.com, 218-568-2525. Have you ever heard of Castile Soap? Pure Soap Flake Company handcrafts fine soap bars, laundry powder, and concentrated soap flakes using organic vegetable oils from their northern Minnesota facility. Bathe your body and wash your clothes with pure soap products that are free of fragrance, GMOs, palm oil, sodium lauryl sulfate, and synthetic additives. Keep it clean, folks. Pure Soap Flake Company products are kind to living creatures and sensitive skin, safe for drains and waterways, and work great in high-efficiency washers and top- and front-loading machines. They have a little promotion going on. Contact them to order some soap. Mention the Opperman Report. You're going to get a free gift. They're going to sing a little extra soap, travel size, soap bars, and laundry soap, cleaning soap flakes. I've been using that stuff all day long today. Great stuff. Order today at puresoapflakes.com or give them a call. 218-568-2525. 218-568-2525. Pure Soap Flake Company is a proud member of the Handcrafted Soap and Cosmetic Guild. The Opperman Report is brought to you by Aquadam.net. You can give them a call at 707-764-2119. 
A flooded home is never easy to deal with. You're left with the mess to clean up, the insurance companies to deal with, and not to mention all the memories, the precious memories that are lost in the flood. You can never replace those. And Aquadam can be a tool in your arsenal to protect your home and property from the floodwaters. The coffer dam is filled with water to control water and is reusable as long as it's taken care of. It can protect your home or business from rising floodwaters like a dam, but without the beavers. It can also be used in construction. If you need an area to be dewatered, an aqua dam can do the job. An aqua dam was used at SeaWorld in Orlando for the Mako roller coaster ride during the coaster's construction by dewatering the work area. An aqua dam is now dewatering the work area at San Antonio SeaWorld for their newest roller coaster ride. An aqua dam has been used in many construction projects all around the U.S. and all around the world. Now give aqua dam a call, 707-764-2119. You can look them up online at aquadam.net. You can find them on Facebook at Aquadam Inc. You call them up, you email them, you tell them Ed Opperman sent you, and they're going to take 10% off the price. Aquadam.net, 707-764-2119. It's the Opperman Report. Join digital forensic investigator and PI Ed Opperman for an in-depth discussion of conspiracy theories, strategy of New World Order resistance, high-profile court cases in the news, and interviews with expert guests and authors on these topics and more. It's the Opperman Report. And now, here is investigator Ed Opperman. Okay, welcome to the Opperman Report. I'm your host, private investigator Ed Opperman. Okay, we're joined by Ray Locker. He's the author of Hague's Coup. It's coming out on May 1st. And also keep an eye out, too, for his uh, article in a political magazine coming out, too, as well. Uh, Ray Locker, are you there? I'm here. Thank you so much. Hey, tell us about yourself. Who is Ray Locker? Uh, I'm a longtime journalist and writer. Grew up in mostly in Cincinnati, Ohio. Been working at newspapers and news services in the South, Florida, California, and uh, Washington, D.C. for the last 35 years or so. Ah, so you're a young man then, okay. <laughs> 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 so, Hague's coup, how Richard Nixon's closest aide forced him from office. What, what are we going to find in your new book? Well, we're going to find how Alexander Haig, who was President Richard Nixon's chief of staff, basically sabotaged Nixon's attempts to defend himself you know, from the political attacks and the Watergate scandal in the early 1970s. Why don't you give us a little uh, a little idea about Haig's background? Uh, Al Haig was a career military man, career army officer, went to West Point, got out, uh, served in Korea with uh, General Douglas MacArthur, who was on his staff. They kind of gave him a taste for high-level staff intrigue in the Army. Um, had a variety of jobs during the 50s. In the early 60s, after a stint at Georgetown for graduate school, he attracted the attention of then Defense Secretary Robert McNamara, worked under McNamara in the Pentagon, also with uh, LBJ and Kennedy A. Joseph Califano, who was a lawyer, and Cyrus Vance, who was then Secretary of the Army during the Johnson administration. Okay. All right. And then uh, how did he get involved in White House politics? Well, he became Nixon's deputy national security advisor in 1969. He was the military aide under Henry Kissinger. And over the first few months in 1969, the Nixon administration rapidly became Kissinger's most indispensable aide. And so 
He left uh, the White House in early 1973, was promoted over about 250 other generals to become Army Vice Chief of Staff, was only there for a few months, came back to the White House as White House Chief of Staff on May 3rd, 1973, to replace H.R. Haldeman, who had resigned on April 30th as, part, as the Watergate scandal started to really melt down the White House. And they thought that Haig would be the guy who understood Nixon, understood how the White House worked, and would be somebody who would uh, help steer Nixon to safety. Yeah, you describe Nixon as uh, standing alone, uh, uh, like backed by a staff that had lacked gravitas and stuff like that. Uh, so, you, right. You, yeah, so Nixon was all gung ho for this. Nixon uh, knew that he needed help. Uh, Bob Haldeman was. Right. His indispensable aid, as was John Ehrlichman, who was his domestic policy advisor. And those two really backed Nixon up on most of the things that happened in his first term. And their absence, um, you know, at the end of April, that was a really huge hole for Nixon. And he had to fill it with somebody he could count on who knew him, knew how he operated. And Haig seemed to fit the bill at the time. And you think that Haig had Nixon's trust? Definitely did. Um, now, Haig also said, as they say in the book, that he thought Nixon was unstable and destined to leave office before the end of the second term. So it was not necessarily reciprocated. Gotcha. Okay. And then what was uh, Haig's plan? He, he, he came in with this plan to, to oust Nixon? Well, I don't know if he came into that plan, but it developed pretty quickly. He knew that Nixon, he knew very early on that Nixon was guilty of obstructing justice in the Watergate investigation and had other things that were a problem. Um, and some of the activities during Nixon's first term involved Haig, and they presented him with some serious negative legal exposure. Mm. Um, two things were early on in the Nixon administration, there were a variety of leaks in the press about foreign policy, national security initiatives that the White House had. And Nixon was apoplectic about those and wanted to stop the leaks. And their solution was to have the FBI conduct wiretaps on what turned out to be 17 government officials and journalists. And Haig was instrumental in picking the targets for those wiretaps and coordinating with the FBI in, in the person of Bill Sullivan, their intelligence division head. Uh, with the administration of those wiretaps. The wiretaps turned out to be part of the articles of impeachment against Nixon, so Haig's involvement in them was uh, problematic for Haig. Second thing was Nixon's secrecy in the White House by running everything through Kissinger and the National Security Council throws out key constituencies in the government, starting with the Pentagon, going to the State Department. The Pentagon, trying to fight a war in Vietnam, was finding out decisions by Nixon, you know, after the fact, without being consulted, you know, all the way up to troop levels in Vietnam. So they did, created basically what we call a spy ring um, in the White House. They had people in their liaison office at the White House stealing documents um, up to, you know, Kissinger's briefcase and reporting back to the Pentagon about what Nixon was planning, and Haig was involved in supplying information to those Pentagon officers, and Nixon didn't know about it. 
and he paid one to make sure Nixon never knew about his role in that. Okay, to, to back up a bit, though, you said that Haig was involved with these wiretaps. Did he ever suffer any kind of consequences for his involvement in that? No. Um, he was very lucky in evading responsibility for that. And, you know, part of why he was successful was that he made it possible for Nixon to resign. And Haig had a, had a problem. If Nixon was impeached and tried in the Senate, the trial could have spun out any kind of problems for Haig. You know, because we saw that during the Daniel Ellsberg trial at the same time for the Pentagon Papers leak. So many revelations came out of that trial that undermined Nixon's Watergate defense that anybody watching it goes, we can't take a chance by having this thing go to trial. Mm. And also, Haig didn't want Nixon to be tried criminally after he resigned from office, so he helped engineer the pardon by Gerald Ford to make sure that Nixon wasn't tried there either. So Haig never really suffered any negative repercussions for the wiretaps or his involvement in the spy ring. So do you think Haig's motive were totally self-serving, or, or was he perhaps working out of loyalty toward the Pentagon and the spy ring you described? Um, I think he had a greater loyalty to the Pentagon than to Nixon. Mm. That's why he was informing the military about what Nixon was doing. And, I, you know, you can see the Pentagon's point in all of that. They're finding out about key things having to do with their ability to prosecute a war in Vietnam after the fact and without consultation. Mm. So how can you run a war if the president is not telling you what to do? And so there were people who were getting information and sending it back to the White House. And, and Excuse how, me? No, I, I didn't say anything yet. How, how did Hay go, no. go about then his plot to, to remove uh, Nixon? What he did was he basically made it impossible for Nixon to defend himself, starting with the revelation of the White House taping system. Haig knew about the White House taping system in early May of 1973. Alexander Butterfield, the aide who helped install the tapes, didn't tell the Senate Watergate Committee until July 16th. And in that intervening nine-week period, Haig did things to get out information that was going to damage Nixon's standing, knowing that the tapes existed and knowing that he could listen to them and did listen to them to find out whether Nixon was telling the truth or not. Very early on in his tenure as chief of staff, a guy named Vernon Walters, who was an army general and the number two at the CIA, showed up back at the White House with a series of memoranda that showed that John Dean, who was the White House counsel during Watergate, was trying to get the CIA to run interference on the FBI investigation of the Watergate break-in. And Hay told Nixon that it would be a good thing for Walters to testify before a Senate committee about all manner of things. And, of course, he was asked about these memoranda and asked about the White House interference in the FBI investigation, and that became a huge problem. And so Hay knows that Nixon taped himself he knows, as I show in the book, that Nixon tried to get the CIA to block the FBI investigation and then had the guy who knew about that interference testify before Congress. Um, also, 
basically provided the Senate Watergate Committee evidence that made it look like Nixon was taping himself. That led to Butterfield being asked during an interview by the committee staff, did Nixon tape himself? And he said yes. Also, Haig knew before Butterfield was going to testify that the committee knew about the taping system, and he didn't tell Nixon until it was too late. And so Nixon lost the opportunity to declare executive privilege and block Butterfield's testimony. Mm. So basically, Haig sandbagged Nixon and then lied about it, said, oh, I couldn't talk to him. He was in the hospital. But I got the you know, White House schedules that, from that weekend that show that Haig met with Nixon multiple times. So he did have the opportunity to tell the president. He just chose not to do that. Um, the whole Saturday Night Massacre in which Attorney General Elliot Richardson and his deputy William Ruckelshaus resigned rather than fire the Watergate special prosecutor, Archibald Cox, was something that Haig engineered as well. He told Nixon that Richardson wouldn't quit if Nixon fired Archibald Cox. But Richardson had told Haig, I'm not going to fire him and I'll quit. So Haig knew better, told Nixon the direct opposite. They fired uh, Richardson and Ruckelshaus resigned. They fired Cox. And it was this huge constitutional crisis that led almost immediately to impeachment. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Proceedings against Nixon, and Haig basically made that happen. Well, well, didn't Nixon ever catch on that, hey, look at this, every time Haig advises me to something, it, uh, it blows up in my face? Not really. Um, <laughs> until his... Until he died, Nixon thought that Haig was one of his biggest defenders. Um, and you got to remember, Nixon was pretty checked out then. Yeah. He was drinking. He was under a tremendous amount of stress. Um, he was paranoid. You know, all of the characteristics that we've heard about Nixon were there in full bloom, if not, you know, at their absolute worst. So this was not a person who was at the top of his game. He was isolated, heavily dependent on his chief of staff, a guy he thought he could trust, 
but he couldn't. And um, there were so many things happening during during those times that Nixon just never really caught on. Well, now, he couldn't have pulled this off on his own. What allies did he have within the uh, in the White House that was helping him out? His main ally was Nixon's lawyer in charge of Watergate, a guy named J. Fred Bazart, um, who had been previously the general counsel to the Pentagon. And Haig, in his memoirs, which came out in 1992, said he recommended Bazart as Nixon's lawyer with, you know, uh, little enthusiasm. Well, I quote the White House tapes um, in Haig's coup in which Haig is the guy who came up with the idea to bring Buzz Hart over and vouched for him very wholeheartedly and sold um, Bazaar to Nixon based on his ability to help cover up things when he was at the Pentagon. And those two worked hand in hand to undermine Nixon throughout the 15 months that they were both in the White House. Now, I, I know you, you were able to pull a bunch of recently declassified documents to, to prepare your book here. Did, did you come across any other White House aides or loyalists to Nixon who were warning him about Haig and saying, hey, watch out for this guy? You know, there were some people early on during the uh, investigation of the spy ring that happened in December 1971, a guy named David Young, who was... Uh, first an aide to Kissinger at the NSC, and then a member of the White House plumbers team that investigated leaks. Uh, Young seriously distrusted Haig and told Kissinger about it, and they didn't take him seriously because they thought, oh, well, he's just got a problem with Haig. Um, and John Ehrlichman, I quote from an interview in the book, said, we missed the boat on Haig and the spy ring because of all the baggage around David Young. Uh, and that Haldeman and Ehrlichman said that they, you know, Haig never would have been recommended for that job if Nixon had known what he had done, what Haig had done in the spy ring. And that's something, when it came out at the time in a White House meeting, Nixon called the spy ring a federal offense of the highest order. And he wanted to prosecute the leaders at the Pentagon for taking documents and leaking them out to the media. And they urged him not to, they persuaded him not to John Mitchell, the attorney general and others, because it would show the world that there was this rupture between the white house and the Pentagon at a time when the United States was negotiating with China and the Soviet union on arms control. And they didn't want the open knowledge of that breach to be out there. Fascinating. Uh, this might be a good time to take a little commercial break. Uh, we're here today okay. with, uh, with uh, Ray Locker. Uh, we're talking about his book, Haig's Coup. Uh, Haig's Coup, How Richard Nixon's Closest Aid Forced Him from Office. Uh, the book's coming out officially May 1st, uh, but also to keep an eye out for an article in Politico magazine by Ray Locker here. We'll be right back uh, after these messages with more Ray's Locker, uh, with Ray Locker and Haig's Coup. And now a word from our sponsors. Have you ever thought about opening your own mobile card or kiosk business? Maybe the facility you manage could establish new revenue by adding coffee, food, or retail services. 
Cart King International can be the answer to your needs. Cart King is a North American designer and manufacturer of the finest mobile coffee, food, and retail carts and kiosks. Cart King has been working with clients and corporations across North America for 20 years, providing innovative designs, custom manufacturing, and timely delivery. Carts and kiosks are fun, and so are the dozens of designs on our website. Please visit us today at www.cart-king.com or just call us at 1-877-986-7771 and get your sales rolling. Thank you so much for listening to the Opperman Report. I want to welcome all our new listeners at WWPR 1490 AM in the Tampa Bay area. We're brand new down here. We're getting a nice warm welcome. We have great advertising opportunities for local sponsors, local businesses, but also international websites and international companies too. We're on our other stations in California, Nevada, Utah, and on the internet worldwide. But down here in Tampa Bay, Florida, we have some great opportunities for you to come in and get very, very affordable advertising rates. Get a hold of me at Opperman Report at G email.com and we'll cut you a good deal puresoapflakes.com 218-568-2525 have you ever heard of castile soap pure soap flake company handcrafts fine soap bars laundry powder and concentrated soap flakes using organic vegetable oils from their northern minnesota facility bathe your body and wash your clothes with pure soap products that are free of fragrance gmos palm oil sodium laurel sulfate and synthetic additives keep it clean folks Pure Soap Flake Company products are kind to living creatures and sensitive skin, safe for drains and waterways, and work great in high-efficiency washers and top- and front-loading machines. They have a little promotion going on. Contact them to order some soap. Mention the Opperman Report. You're going to get a free gift. They're going to send a little extra soap, travel size, soap bars, and laundry soap, cleaning soap flakes. I've been using that stuff all day long to make great stuff. Order today at puresoapflakes.com or give them a call, 218-568-2525. 218-568-2525. Pure Soap Flight Company is a proud member of the Handcrafted Soap and Cosmetic Guild. The Opperman Report is brought to you by Aquadam.net. You can give them a call at 707-764-2119. A flooded home is never easy to deal with. You're left with the mess to clean up, the insurance companies to deal with, and not to mention all the memories, the precious memories that are lost in the flood. You can never replace those. And Aquadam can be a tool in your arsenal to protect your home and property from the floodwaters. The coffer dam is filled with water to control water and is reusable as long as it's taken care of. It can protect your home or business from rising floodwaters like a dam, but without the beavers. It can also be used in construction. If you need an area to be dewatered, an aqua dam can do the job. An aqua dam was used at SeaWorld in Orlando for the Mako roller coaster ride during the coaster's construction by dewatering the work area. An aqua dam is now dewatering the work area at San Antonio SeaWorld for their newest roller coaster ride. An aqua dam has been used in many construction projects all around the U.S. and all around the world. Now give aqua dam a call, 707-764-2119. You can look them up online at Aquadam.net. You can find them on Facebook at Aquadam Inc. You call them up, you email them, you tell them Ed Opperman sent you, and they're going to take 10% off the price. Aquadam.net, 707-764-2119. It's the Opperman Report. And now, here is investigator Ed Opperman. Fight in July of 1974 that meant they had to turn over the White House tapes. Haig knew what was on the tapes. Um... Haig was also working with his friend Joe Califano, who was also the lawyer for the Democratic National Committee, in how to figure out what to do. Um, And he had also picked the successor to Archibald Cox, the Watergate special prosecutor, um, in the form of Leon Jaworski. And as I report, 
Jaworski went to meet with Joe Califano and said, look, how can we get Nixon to get out of here? What if we promise that we won't prosecute him if he resigns? Do you think that would work? And Califano reported that back to Haig. I'm sure Jaworski was telling Haig that as well. And they knew when the tapes were going to come out that there was this June 23rd, 1972 tape called the smoking gun tape in which Nixon agrees to see if they can use the CIA to block the FBI's investigation of Watergate. And Haig knew that when that came out, that Nixon was sunk. And he made sure that people knew that this tape was out and it was bad and they released it publicly. And then he persuaded Nixon that you can't stay, you have to leave because of this. And he had been coordinating with Gerald Ford, then the vice president, to be ready to go, um, you know, when Nixon quits. And he told Ford, here are some options. You know, Nixon can resign and you can do this, you can do that. You can pardon Nixon if he leaves. And so Haig told Ford of the option to pardon Nixon and implied to Nixon that that was something that was definitely on the table. And so... Nixon knew that if he quit, he had a very good likelihood of being pardoned. And Haig was the person who put all that together. Fascinating. Now, I was always suspicious about the whole thing with Agnew uh, resigning and Ford coming in and Rockefeller coming in. Was Haig involved in any of that shenanigans going on over there? Oh, absolutely. First (laughs) of all, Haig knew about Spiro Agnew's political problems and his legal problems much earlier than he let on. Nixon made Haig the point man for Agnew on dealing with his political problems, the investigation by the U.S. attorney in Baltimore into his bribery and tax evasion issues. So Haig knew about that early, and he said that he didn't know. Um, And Agnew claimed that Haig was the guy who pushed him out. Um, and I think there's ample evidence to show that Haig claimed later that it was because he was afraid that both Nixon and Agnew would get impeached at the same time. Um, and that making the democratic speaker of the house, Carl Albert, the president, well, that was never a possibility. Albert had no desire to be president. And actually Agnew was gone before Nixon's impeachment became really a serious issue after the Saturday Night Massacre in October of 73. So Hank definitely was eager to get rid of Agnew, and he said it was because of the double impeachment concern, but that wasn't true. And, and was Hague involved with bringing in Ford and Rockefeller? Um, some people say, including Mel Laird, who was a White House aide after being Secretary of Defense, that um, Haig and Kissinger wanted Rockefeller and that Laird wanted Ford. Um, Haig was definitely involved in getting Ford to be picked. And, and then Because he- Ford was a much more politically acceptable replacement for Agnew. And, and was, Nobody wanted to – go ahead. No, was there a deal when Ford came in that, that the deal was, hey, he's going to pardon Nixon later on? 
No, not when not when Ford was picked. Okay. And, and what, what were you going to say when I interrupted? Do you remember? Um. Actually, it slips my mind. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I have, you have the same way. Okay. Now, so then, okay. Now, so Hay comes out of this without a scratch. Right, but right. Well, how? But this, there must have been rumblings about this. People must have known at the time. How did he go forth to become uh, in the the Reagan White House when he's so untrustworthy? He really removed one president. Well, he, you know, he had a great background as White House Chief of Staff, as NATO Commander, Army Vice Chief of Staff. He knew a lot about diplomacy and how stuff worked. Um, so he was a good candidate for that job. Um, and people really didn't know all the stuff that he had done for, uh, or to Nixon and Nixon's still valued him. And another thing is Haig became kind of the hero of the Nixon resignation in the book by Bob Woodward and Carl Bernstein called the final days. Um, that book, which Haig was a big source for, makes Haig out to be a hero. So people didn't really know that he was this kind of devious guy when Reagan appointed him to be Secretary of State. And, and no one in the Reagan administration caught on after dealing with him? Well, they did. Yeah. Um, very early on, Haig goes to, to Reagan with this plan to make the Secretary of State the so-called vicar of foreign policy. Right. Basically, I'm going to run all this stuff. Haig wanted to be, for Reagan, what Kissinger was for Nixon. And the three aides closest to Reagan, Mike Deaver, Ed Meese, and Jim Baker, were like, that is not going to happen. <laughs> we are not letting that happen. And Reagan said, no, I'm not doing it. And so that kind of left Haig out in the cold. And refresh my memory, Haig did leave that administration early, right? Yeah, he left, I think it was in June of 1982, he resigned. Apparently he had threatened to resign a bunch of times before then, and Reagan finally said, okay, I accept. Yeah. And nobody really shed a tear. But but in the large part, though, Haig goes to his grave... Uh, unscathed without any of this coming out pretty much um, now there have been some books that illuminated Haig's history one is called Silent Coup sure. by uh, authors Len Kaladny and Bob Gatlin that came out in 1991 um, I derived a lot of inspiration from that book uh, I wrote about it in my book in 2015 called Nixon's Gamble Um you know, more and more people were wise to Haig over the years, but by and large, no, not really. You know, Haig, Haig's reputation was really sunk on the day yeah. of the Reagan assassination attempt when he showed up in the White House briefing room and said, you know, as of now, I'm in control here at the White House pending the return of the vice president. And he looked kind of freaked out, and people thought it was some kind of power grab. Um and I think that and the kind of the general image that he had going into the Reagan administration really cemented his reputation. Yeah, I remember getting chills when I saw that live 
and I just got a chill just now when you repeated it. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's still a... Well, that's, yeah. that's the opening passage of the book, <laughs> yeah. you know? Um, you know, you say Al Haig, and somebody says that quote. Yeah. I'm in charge. Now, now you yeah. mentioned Silent Cool, Len Clodney. I had him on the show a couple of times. Now, he has this whole theory about the Bob Woodward, though, being part of this plot to uh, uh, have Butterfield uh, release the, uh, this knowledge about the tapes. What, what do you make of that? Uh, I think it's true. Really? I think Woodward, Woodward and Bernstein Wright and all the president's men, that they knew about uh, Butterfield telling the Senate over the weekend before Butterfield testified. Um, I show... Uh, I think definitively in Haig's coup that Woodward and Haig had a deep background source relationship that neither one of them disclosed. I found Woodward's notes of a conversation with Haig specifically labeled deep background and said, and Haig says, I know you and your partner will treat me as fairly as you have in the past. So it indicates that they have been talking before. Haig and Woodward knew each other when Woodward was a naval officer working at the Pentagon, delivering messages to Haig at the White House. Both men have denied it. It's obviously their denials don't hold water. Um, Multiple people have said that Woodward did brief Haig at the White House, including Mel Laird, the defense secretary, Thomas Moore, the admiral who was chairman and joint chiefs of staff, Laird's uh, spokesman, Jerry Friedheim, Roger Morris, an NSC official, said that he saw Woodward there at Haig's office. Um, you know, Laird said another one of his aides told him that Woodward briefed Haig. So I'm going to believe those five people before I believe Woodward and Haig on the details of their relationship. They definitely knew each other. Hey, it was definitely a source for Woodward. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. And with all this uh, description of deep this and deep that, I always suspected that Haig was deep throat before I started doing this show and started talking to so many people involved. Uh, But what do you think? Uh, Any connection to deep throat and Haig? Well, first of all, I don't believe Deep Throat is one person. Right. I think Deep Throat is a literary device designed to shield the identities of multiple sources. And I think Haig is a part of that composite, without a doubt. Um, There's information that is attributed to Deep Throat in the book, All the President's Men, that really only Haig or one other person knew. Um. You know, there is a meeting between Woodward and 
the Deep Throat character on May 16, 1973, in which a lot of stuff that Deep Throat allegedly told Woodward was wrong, and some of it was stuff that only Haig knew about because it was being discussed in the White House between Haig, Nixon, and Fred Bazart that day. So nobody else really could have reached Woodward and told him that information. If, if the meeting ever happened, and, you know, there's evidence, Woodward's own notes, compared to the book All the President's Men, they, they shifted the dates of meetings between Woodward and Deep Throat. Um, they moved the date of a May of a March 5th meeting to early a few a week or so earlier to fit into their narrative. Um, there's stuff that's in the book allegedly said by, you know, the source that's not in their actual notes. Um, there's a lot of squirrely stuff with Deep Throat, and it's not one person. Yeah, people, the audience should go back and listen to those shows with Len Kolodny about the uh, uh, silent coup. Uh, Len went after Bob Woodward like a dog with a bone. <laughs> he went after this guy, you know, and he really rips into him, man. Uh, so anybody who thinks that Bob Woodward and Bernstein some kind of heroes, I uh, should take a really good look, a hard look at that whole situation. Hey, hey, w- w- um, go ahead. Yeah, that was a Look, Len is a really good friend of mine. Yeah. And I got to know him. After reading Silent Coup, we lived together in Tampa. He showed me his notes. I'm a big believer. And I got into this business in large part because I was inspired by Woodward Bernstein. Yeah. And um, and I didn't read Silent Coup when it first came out because people had criticized it. And, uh, you know, after talking to Len, he recommended I read his book. And I read it. And I was like, it's the real deal, and he's got the goods. You know what else is fascinating about Len? Because, you know, I, I like him too, you know? But so well, so many mm. of his stories start out, oh, yeah, then he came to stay with me. <laughs> you know, like he meets somebody, right. and they just move right in with him, man. Like, I should go, right. I, should, I should get to know him. <laughs> so I can move yeah. in. Yeah. Uh, now, what do you make? No, he's a great guy. No, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed uh, the interviews with him, and we did about the six hours. Now, um, what do you make of this whole? Um, since it was Watergate that brought down Nixon, and Haig comes in and he removes Nixon, effort, you know, uh, I guess uh, skillfully, right? Removes Nixon. Mm-hmm. Is it possible that the whole Watergate thing, the break-in to begin with, was a setup from this very start? You know, I know there are people who believe that, that they believe the CIA was involved and that some of the arresting officers with the D.C. Police Department had some involvement. I don't know that, and I can't prove it. Um, I haven't really looked at it in great detail. I know that Jim Hogan in his book Secret Agenda lays out a good case for that. There's a lot of stuff that happened that's hard to explain, I will say this, Nixon did not know about the Watergate break-in in advance, was shocked that it had happened, and didn't understand what was going on. And, uh, um, you know, he then bought into the cover-up wholeheartedly, but he didn't. He was not involved with the break-in. And, and what do you think the motivation for that break-in was? Little Black Books, uh, Cold Girl Operations, that kind of thing? Um, I think there's a lot of evidence that supports that. Yeah. Um, more and more comes out. 
you know, when they arrested the Watergate burglars, one of them, Eugenio Martinez, had a key on him, and that key was taken. And I've just reread the FBI files about it. That key matched the desk drawer of the secretary at the DNC who was lining up uh, dates for Democratic politicians who would visit town. And that call girl ring, um, the woman who ran it, was a friend of John Dean's wife, yeah. or then girlfriend. Now, that doesn't mean that there was anything more to it than that, but at the very least, they, there was that connection. Dean's name and unlisted White House telephone number were in the notebooks kept by that, that Madam of the Call Girl ring, um, which nobody knew at the time. And so I think there's a, a good case to be made that that was the reason for the break-in. Well, why do you think that, because that's well-known, you know, and, and why do you think that so much of that isn't reported in the mainstream media and they trot out Dean like he's some kind of hero? Well, because after all there, these the, the story got rooted in people's minds um, during the Watergate hearings and right afterwards and with all the president's men, the book and the movie, right. and that became the accepted version of what happened. Nobody really understood the call girl ring until uh, a little bit in Jim Hogan's book, Secret Agenda, which came out in 1984, and then Silent Coup. And so whenever people bring up new revelations, you know, years after the accepted version is taken hold, they get labeled as revisionists or conspiracy theorists or whatever, and people don't look at the raw data and the raw evidence. And it becomes very hard to pierce, you know, that perception that, um, you know, we know what we know. Also, in Washington and with the media, you have a very powerful newspaper in the Washington Post that has a vested interest in the accepted version. All the people who ran the Post made a ton of money because of Watergate. We really burnished the paper's reputation, in many cases, deservedly so. Um, they have no incentive to go back and look and, and revisit that. And so people have moved on, you know, with their understanding of what happened in Watergate. It's hard to get them to look at new information. Mm. Now, in, in your book, Hague's Coup, uh, you say that uh, you, you found a lot of recently declassified documents, right? What did you mm -hmm. find in there? What did you find in there that that even surprised you? That that got you excited? I found an interview with Admiral Elmo Zumwalt, who was the chairman, chief of naval operations. Um, you know that he had done in the early '90s. Only recently became declassified, in which he named a young officer who he placed on Kissinger's staff, who was telling him about what Kissinger was doing. And what's interesting is this officer was the guy who took the notes in this meeting between Kissinger and the U.S. ambassador to Pakistan in which Kissinger spelled out his whole plan to secretly go to China. Um, well, there were only three people who were briefed on that, Kissinger, the ambassador, and the note taker. And the note taker was Zumwalt's source. So he told him what to do. And when the enlisted man who was part of the spy ring 
was arrested um, and then testified before the Senate, he said, you know, they wanted me to find out what was going on with China. And the reason why they asked him to do that is because they already knew that Kissinger was going to go to China through this surreptitious source. Um, that was the thing that, you know, really got me excited. Uh, you know, that and, oh, you know, a lot of uh, foreign policy documents, you know, have come out in the last few years that hadn't been available before, and they've been really valuable. Hey, do you actually scan some of these documents and put them in the book? Uh, I do not, actually. Okay. Um, what but, a, uh, you know, what a, a lot of them are available. Yeah, what a fascinating time in, in U.S. history, you know, and, and I— we should really spend more time, you know, looking at it was a, a really serious time in our history. What do you make of these theories that uh, some of the Watergate burglars uh, could have perhaps been involved in the JFK assassination? Where do you land on that one? Uh, I don't think they were. Um, uh, you know, I, I believe that Oswald acted alone. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of Gerald Posner's book, Case Closed. Um, I think he makes a compelling case. Look, I think there's a lot of weird stuff that happened around the Kennedy assassination. And there were a lot of, you know, interesting things that went down. And I think one of the reasons why the conspiracies live on and the theories live on is because the government did such a bad job of telling people what had happened. And, you know, all these people who were somehow associated with this, they all had something to hide. CIA was hiding stuff. FBI was hiding stuff. You know, as the investigation goes on, they don't want the investigators looking at various facets of their operations. And that breeds a sense that we're not getting the whole story. And in a lot of cases, it's true. We weren't getting the whole story. Um, I don't think that people involved in the Watergate break-in were involved with the Kennedy assassination, although people who were involved in the Watergate break-in were involved in the general investigations of stuff around the Kennedy assassination. The whole Cuban connection and Castro related to Kennedy. I mean, Frank Sturgis, one of the Watergate break-ins, is all over these JFK files because mm -hmm. He was first a pro-Castro rebel, then an anti-Castro rebel. And he was on the CIA radar for years. And so, you know, there were connections. But I don't think the, the burglars had anything to do with killing Kennedy. You know, I had Sturgis's nephew on the show a few times, and uh, Sturgis had his own B-25 bomber. <laughs> that he would yeah. Buy. yeah. He had his own bomber jet, man. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. <laughs> you know? No, I mean, he was fascinating. And, um, you know, when you look at the FBI files in the Watergate break-in, you know, they're, they're like, okay, who are these guys? Yeah. And as they look at Sturgis, they're like, oh, my God, this guy's – in all sorts of stuff, um, you know, which, I mean, if you're an investigator, you're like, what's the deal, right? Um, but, no, I don't I don't think they killed Kennedy. Yeah, even after Watergate, they were involved in all kind of shady shenanigans, too, as well. Oh, totally. <laughs> and, and here's another thing about Haig, which oh. I realized as it went on. Haig knew all those Cubans. 
Haig's job in the military was to vet the returning Bay of Pigs prisoners so they could go into the U.S. Army. And he worked closely with William Sullivan, the guy at the FBI, to do that. So Haig knew all those people. And think about this. I don't go into it in the book because I haven't developed it yet. But Haig was at the White House during the early you know, months of the investigation into the Watergate break-in. And they were interviewing all of these Cubans, Bay of Pigs Cubans, in D.C., in Miami, who Haig knew and had close ties to them. It's very possible that they could have told him what was happening because um, he was really plugged in with a lot of stuff. He uh, was kind of gossipy in a way. He knew everything that was probably going on through those sources. And I think that's been overlooked for a long time. And, you know, maybe that's another thing to look at. But there have been some people who have looked at, you know, Hayes' connections to those people um, who were also kind of caught up in the JFK investigation, too. Yeah, that definitely deserves a look. That That's really good information. I, I tell you, great, great stuff here. I can't thank you enough. Uh, we're running out of time, though. What, what do you want to leave us with? What, is there anything I haven't asked you that you want to tell the audience? Um, not really, but I'll say this. You know, we talked a little bit about Bob Woodward and, you know, the media. is you, People need to be skeptical about what they read, and they need to know more about who it is who's telling them stories. Um, I'm not saying, you know, I don't think there's this huge um, output of fake news from the mainstream media. media. I think, you know, most of the stories about this administration and others are right on the money and they're very well done. But we need to think about the motives of people and to be a little bit skeptical. And, you know, as I worked on this book and my last one and other stuff, I think the reputations that some people got, particularly Woodward, are way overblown, um, and I think have done a disservice to people. Ray Locker, I can't thank you enough. This is great stuff. Hague's coup, how Richard Nixon's closest aide forced him from office. Uh, the book will be out May 1st, uh, and also to uh, keep an eye out for, for uh, Ray Locker uh, uh, in Political Magazine. Uh, he's got an article coming out. What, what's that article going to be about in, in Politico? About this? Uh, it's going to, yeah, it's going to basically sum up, uh, you know, what Haig did to undermine Nixon. And how can people get a hold if they want to find you? Um, you can look at me on Twitter, rlocker12. Um, I'm pretty active tweeter. That's a good place to go. Um, and you can look on the Amazon page for my book. Ray Locker, thank you so much, man. It's great stuff. I really appreciate this. My pleasure, Ed. I appreciate it, too. Thanks for having me on. Great. Good night. Thank you. All right. See ya. Okay. Then we had Ray Locker. The book is called Haig's Coup. Uh, how Richard Nixon's closest aide forced him from office. You know me, I love Watergate stuff, and I love Len, uh, Len Kaladny, too, as well. I'm, I'm glad. I knew he hooked up with Len. I knew his friends, too, with Doug Caddy. It's fascinating how I know all these guys. <laughs> so deep in this stuff, man, as time goes on. But I never heard. What is this? Haig vetted the Cubans? You know, holy crap. That's blockbuster news right there, man. You know, listen, I, I know a lot of people are going to be upset. Oh, JFK, don't, don't, let's not twist the whole, uh, you know, throw the baby out with the bathwater, okay? 
And let's not throw the whole baby out with the bathwater. This is some great information in this interview here. Uh, if you're a Watergate uh, fanatic like I am, uh, Ray Locker, Hague's coup, how Richard Nixon's closest aide forced him from office. I don't know if I want to play that six-minute ad again. Let me see what I can do here. And play, and sh- what the heck am I going to do? And it's all, i got to fix that. Let me see if I can start in the middle or something. <laughs> let's try that. Ah, yeah, let's play it. And now a word from our sponsors. If you find yourself in need of legal representation, it can be a very stressful time in your life. In my career, I have dealt with thousands of lawyers, I've dealt with thousands of law firms, and I can confidently recommend to you Keith M. Davidson at kmdlaw.com. Available 24 hours, seven days a week, just log into kmdlaw.com, that's kmdlaw.com, or you can call toll-free 833-4-KMD-LAW, that's 833-4-KMD-LAW personal injury, wrongful death, STDs, sexual assault, car accidents. They handle it all efficiently and professionally. It doesn't matter how imposing the opposition may be because the team at KMDLaw.com are battle-tested and fierce. They will not stop until justice prevails. Go to KMDLaw.com or call toll-free 833-4-KMD-LAW. If you're in for the fight of your life, stop screwing around and contact KMDLaw. Are you ready to change your life? But don't know how to start? Is your stress and worries keeping you awake at night? Have you been battling grief, anxiety, or depression all alone? Have you lost touch with your own sense of being or spirituality? Soul Free Therapies offers professional and affordable live video streaming counseling and coaching services from the comfort of your own home. Sessions offered in English, Spanish, and Portuguese. Go to our website at www.soul-free.com and book your first session today. The Opperman Report is brought to you by Aquadam.net. You can give them a call at 707-764-2119. A flooded home is never easy to deal with. You're left with the mess to clean up, the insurance companies to deal with, and not to mention all the memories, the precious memories that are lost in the flood. You can never replace those. And Aquadam can be a tool in your arsenal to protect your home and property from the floodwaters. The cofferdam is filled with water to control water and is reusable as long as it's taken care of. It can protect your home or business from rising floodwaters like a dam, but without the beavers. It can also be used in construction. If you need an area to be dewatered, an aquadam can do the job. An aquadam was used at SeaWorld in Orlando for the Mako roller coaster ride during the coaster's construction by dewatering the work area. An aquadam is now dewatering the work area at San Antonio SeaWorld for their newest roller coaster ride. An aquadam has been used in many construction projects all around the U.S. and all around the world. Now give aquadam a call, 707-764-2119. You can look them up online at aquadam.net. You can find them on Facebook at Aquadam Inc. You call them up, you email them, you tell them Ed Opperman sent you, and they're going to take 10% off the price. Aquadam.net, 707-764-2119. PureSoapFlakes.com, 218-568-2525. Have you ever heard of Castile Soap? Pure Soap Flake Company handcrafts fine soap bars, laundry powder, and concentrated soap flakes using organic vegetable oils from their northern Minnesota facility. Bathe your body and wash your clothes with pure soap products that are free of fragrance, GMOs, palm oil, sodium lauryl sulfate, and synthetic additives. Keep it clean, folks. Pure Soap Flake Company products are kind to living creatures and sensitive skin, safe for drains and waterways, and work great in high-efficiency washers and top- and front-loading machines. 
they have a little promotion going on. Contact them to order some soap. Mention the Opperman Report. You're going to get a free gift. They're going to sing a little extra soap, travel size, soap bars, and laundry soap, cleaning soap flakes. I've been using that stuff all day long today. Great stuff. Order today at puresoapflakes.com or give them a call. 218-568-2525. 218-568-2525. Pure Soap Flake Company is a proud member of the Handcrafted Soap and Cosmetic Guild. It's the Opperman Report. And now, here is investigator Ed Opperman. Anyway, welcome back to the Opperman Report. Uh, I'm your host, private investigator Ed Opperman. And if you like tonight's show, and I think you did like tonight's show, all right, let's put it that way. <laughs> I think it was a good show, right? You agree? I agree? Let's both agree it was a good show. Uh, check out, um, what are we going to check out? You're going to check out um, uh, OppermanReport.com. And that's where the member section is. You become a member, you support the show. We keep this good work coming to you. There's 200 shows in the member section. Uh, we also take your donations. Go to operandreport.com. There's a donate button over there. You can even make a recurring monthly donation. And what happens with that is you make one donation, and then the next month it says, it says payment failed. <laughs> and doesn't come through the next month. Because I guess nobody has money in their PayPal account. But what are you going to do? I've got some, a lot of good content coming up. We have uh, uh, Electra Aquarian, former member of the Source Cult. We have the son of uh, uh, the woman from the, the Amityville Horror Hoax. This guy lays it out, man. I think it was a freaking hoax. We got this other guy who wrote a book. He wrote a book about, uh, uh, um, what do you call it? About the, 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 the real Yorkshire Ripper. The real Yorkshire Ripper. He's also an expert, too, by the way, on the Vegas shooting. So we got him on here as well. Uh, in, the, in the member section, I just did a show with Pierce Redmond where he interviews me. We talk about Staten Island uh, and organized crime figures uh, and uh, also that I've seen on YouTube. And then also, too, that uh, we talk about um, oh, a lot of stuff, man. You know, Pierce, we get into everything. Uh, uh, Alex Jones. <laughs> Alex Jones uh, suffer from psychosis. <laughs> anyway, I can't listen to Alex Jones. I can't listen to five minutes of that guy straight. Sometimes I want to find a guest, you know, and I'll be looking around to see who's, and, and I'll see that the guest was on Alex Jones, and I try and listen to it. I can't sit through five minutes of that man, but you can sit through an hour of the Opperman Report with bated breath, waiting for the next content to come forward. You know, I really enjoy doing the show, guys. I really do. And I appreciate all uh, your kind words we get once in a while. <laughs> Every now and then we get a kind word. Uh, but we do need your support. So if you can go to operandreport.com, we have so many expenses. You have no idea. My teeth, Victoria's College. Um, we're going to have moving expenses coming up. So, we, you know, we really got to uh, figure something out here. We just got killed in family court. with lost a lot of child support. Uh, so, you know, we're struggling here like never before. And uh, we're hoping that the audience will come together and pitch in and help us out here and to keep the show on the air. And also, two great advertising opportunities we can get back on KYAH five days a week. Just need a couple of advertisers to step forward and uh, sponsor the show. Uh, contact me at OppermanReport at gmail.com. Thank you so much. Once again, Ray Locker, man. Haig's coup. Great stuff, man. Haig vetted the Cubans. Stop right there, man. That was worth the it's worth the membership right there, folks. I know you never heard that anywhere else. I know I never did. <laughs> and I know Watergate pretty damn well, man. All right, a lot of good information tonight about Haig's coup. Uh, thank you so much, Ray Locker. Uh, check him out. The book comes up May 1st. And check out his Politico magazine uh, article coming forward here. Uh, talk to you soon. And now a word from our sppp sponsors. OppermanReport.com 
Hey, do you like what you're hearing? Do you like the work that you see us doing here at Opperman Report? You can support that work by becoming a member at OppermanReport.com. And as you have access to over 200 exclusive shows and interviews that you can't find on YouTube or Spreaker or iHeart or iTunes or KYAH, you can't find them anywhere else online, exclusive to our member sections, to our members. Also, too, there's images, videos, documents, court docs. And don't forget, you can hear your ad played here on the Operant Report, reach hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people on a daily basis because the show is repeated every day all over the world. Contact me at OperantReport at gmail.com and I'll give you a good deal on advertising rates. Have you ever thought about opening your own mobile cart or kiosk business? Maybe the facility you manage could establish new revenue by adding coffee, food, or retail services. Cart King International can be the answer to your needs. Cart King is a North American designer and manufacturer of the finest mobile coffee, food, and retail carts and kiosks. Cart King has been working with clients and corporations across North America for 20 years, providing innovative designs, custom manufacturing, and timely delivery. Carts and kiosks are fun, and so are the dozens of designs on our website. Please visit us today at www.cart-king.com or just call us at 1-877-986-7771 and get your sales rolling. The Opperman Report is brought to you by Aquadam.net. You can give them a call at 707-764-2119. A flooded home is never easy to deal with. You're left with the mess to clean up, the insurance companies to deal with, and not to mention all the memories, the precious memories that are lost in the flood. You can never replace those. And Aquadam can be a tool in your arsenal to protect your home and property from the floodwaters. The cofferdam is filled with water to control water and is reusable as long as it's taken care of. It can protect your home or business from rising floodwaters like a dam, but without the beavers. It can also be used in construction. If you need an area to be dewatered, an aquadam can do the job. An aquadam was used at SeaWorld in Orlando for the Mako roller coaster ride during the coaster's construction by dewatering the work area. An aquadam is now dewatering the work area at San Antonio SeaWorld for their newest roller coaster ride. An aquadam has been used in many construction projects all around the U.S. and all around the world. Now give aquadam a call, 707-764-2119. You can look them up online at aquadam.net. You can find them on Facebook at Aquadam Inc. You call them up, you email them, you tell them Ed Opperman sent you, and they're going to take 10% off the price. Aquadam.net, 707-764-2119. Are you ready to change your life but don't know how to start? Is your stress and worries keeping you awake at night? Have you been battling grief, anxiety, or depression all alone? Have you lost touch with your own sense of being or spirituality? Soul Free Therapies offers professional and affordable live video streaming counseling and coaching services from the comfort of your own home. Sessions offered in English, Spanish, and Portuguese. Go to our website at www.soul-free.com and book your first session today. If you find yourself in need of legal representation, it can be a very stressful time in your life. In my career, I have dealt with thousands of lawyers, I've dealt with thousands of law firms, and I can confidently recommend to you Keith M. Davidson at kmdlaw.com. Available 24 hours, seven days a week, just log into kmdlaw.com, that's kmdlaw.com, or you can call toll-free 833-4-KMD-LAW, that's 833-4-KMD-LAW. Personal injury, wrongful death, STDs, sexual assault, car accidents, they handle it all efficiently and professionally. It doesn't matter how imposing the opposition may be. 
because the team at kmdlaw.com are battle-tested and fierce. They will not stop until justice prevails. Go to kmdlaw.com or call toll-free 833-4KMD-LAW. If you're in for the fight of your life, stop screwing around and contact KMD Law. PureSoapFlakes.com, 218-568-2525. Have you ever heard of Castile Soap? Pure Soap Flake Company handcrafts fine soap bars, laundry powder, and concentrated soap flakes using organic vegetable oils from their northern Minnesota facility. Bathe your body and wash your clothes with pure soap products that are free of fragrance, GMOs, palm oil, sodium lauryl sulfate, and synthetic additives. Keep it clean, folks. Pure Soap Flake Company products are kind to living creatures and sensitive skin, safe for drains and waterways, and work great in high-efficiency washers and top- and front-loading machines. They have a little promotion going on. Contact them to order some soap. Mention the Opperman Report. You're going to get a free gift. They're going to sing a little extra soap, travel size, soap bars, and laundry soap, cleaning soap flakes. I've been using that stuff all day long today. Great stuff. Order today at puresoapflakes.com or give them a call. 218-568-2525. 218-568-2525. Pure Soap Flake Company is a proud member of the Handcrafted Soap and Cosmetic Guild. <laughs> 